0: Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real-life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloane Fremont, and I'm your host. This is the podcast where we talk about Changing our thoughts to change our life. A new episode goes live every Monday on webtalkradio.net. If you'd like to learn more about me, you can visit my website, sloanfremont.com. And also, if you're interested in supporting the show, one way you can do that is by purchasing my, my course, 33 Days of Magic. This course is where you take everything that you've learned from this show and apply it in your daily life. I give you 33 days of actionable and useful things to do in order to figure out and get really clear about what it is that you want and then the action steps to get there. So check that out, 33daysofmagic.com. On this week's show, we're talking about backing up your life. I've been thinking about this All day today as I'm watching things unfold around us here. So it's the day that I'm recording this. It's freezing cold here in Tennessee, uh, which is highly unusual. We're getting down to like single digit temperatures at night. Lots of snow, lots more snow coming our way tonight. I can hear it freezing rain right now as I'm recording the show. And I'm watching and seeing these things that are going on in Texas, just insane things, right? Like all this water everywhere, frozen, like ceiling fans with icicles hanging off, like just water pouring into to offices and buildings and, and homes. And it's it's just devastating to watch. It's just I just feel for these people. I know some of the people that I work with have talked about they've been without power and their homes are getting down to, you know, like thirty and forty degrees and everybody's trying to do the best that they can, because this is obviously not something that's normal in Texas and in other parts of the world where this is happening. But nobody saw this coming, right? I mean, it's one of those insane things that we seem to continue to experience right now. And so as I was watching this and and I'm seeing this, and and there was one thing that struck me by this. It was the clips I saw of people walking it was showing people and talking about walking like four miles to go to the grocery store and then they get to the grocery store and and they're they're walking because their cars are buried in and the roads are so terrible they can't get anywhere even if they were trying to if they could drive they could the roads are just so bad and so th- this one clip i saw they were people were lying they you know these people had walked like four miles to get to the store they had walked um or once they got there they were standing long lines right and the grocery store is only letting them get like fifteen items. Now, I take everything I see, you know, I, I look through a, a very skeptical lens. So I'm not I don't live in Texas, obviously, so I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. I saw a video that looked to be accurate, so I I assume there is some truth to what was in that video. But as I'm watching this, I, I started thinking about this and really genuinely under wanting to understand. So why would someone do that? And, I, and I'm and i not, I don't mean this in any sort of like disrespectful way or, or any sort of like condescending way. I'm really trying to understand why you wouldn't have a little bit of something at home, right? If you knew a storm was coming, why would in the middle of the storm, you have to walk to the store? Like that, that to me is something I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite understanding. And Again, I'm not saying this from any sort of condescending way or trying to, you know, I know it's terrible what people are experiencing there, so I'm not trying to discount that. But I was trying to process this in my mind. I was trying to think, why. so why would you do that? And, I mean, obviously you're in need of something, that's why you would do it, but why wouldn't you have a little bit of something at home, you know, to prepare for something like this? Uh, it was forecasted as it was coming, so... um, I was trying to work through that in my mind, and and as I was thinking about this, I kept coming back to this this phrase of backing up our life. Like, if we think about technology, right, it was ingrained in us from pretty much when we first ever used our computers. You know, back in the day, to back up our files, right, back up everything, back up our phones, back up um, any sort of piece of technology you have. And and back in the beginning, this was you know before cloud, this was usually portable drives, right? I can remember having all my music on a portable drive that then somehow got corrupt and lo- I lost all my music. And, and, you know, this was way back then, right, when we were downloading songs from, like, Napster and the the knockoff versions of that back um, <laughs> long before Spotify or any of that, any of those kinds of um, things. But so backing up our technology has been ingrained in our lives, right? It's been ingrained. We've been directed to do that from day one. And nobody really questions that. But when it comes to other areas of our life, it it we don't seem to take the same approach, right? We don't seem to always back up. And when I say back up in other areas of your life, what I mean is where you can prepare yourself or support yourself or do things that are in your best interest in the event that something happens, right? Now, this is one of those areas too that can get really slippery right as far as like going from just trying to have a little bit in the event of of, a, of an emergency to feeling like almost like a hoarder right and when i'm taught what i'm talking about with this is i'm not talking about going to that extreme of being a hoarder where your whole house is full of supplies right that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about though being prepared enough to protect yourself in the event that something happens. And I was, as I was, you know, working through this in my mind, I'm thinking, so where can we take out the middleman, right, in our lives? Where can we learn to become better at self-management? And by self-management, I mean not always relying on everything to be there when we expect it, right? Because sometimes that that isn't, the case we've seen that in the past year i saw um, somebody commented about their bank was closed during for for a long period of time after one of the riots and they were stuck or they think they needed something out of their safe deposit box and they couldn't get it right the bank was closed and i also read something they were the article was talking about how the they said 30% of people eat every single one of their meals out Every single one of their meals th- eat out, 30% of people. And so uh, to tie this back to what I was talking about, about the grocery store and, and people walking four miles, my thought was, okay, maybe these people do eat out all the time, and so they're not used to having food at home, and so this is why they did this, right? And again, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm not trying to be like make light of this. I, and this is a terrible situation. What I'm trying to do, though, is, is learn from that, right? I'm trying to... Um, I'm, I'm putting myself in that position. I'm thinking, okay, what, what could I do? What, what have I learned from this now that I see this? This is something I found myself doing over the past year, like watching these different events unfold that we never thought would unfold. But then I'm, I'm asking myself, okay, what can I do um, for myself? And, and again, not being an extremist in any of this, but being prepared as an individual. And I think this is definitely one of those things that's a one, it's not a one size fits all, right? Everybody's situation is going to be different. Everybody's scenarios are, are going to, there, there's no one right way to do this. But the reason I wanted to talk about that this week was because I wanted to get us thinking about what, what is right for me, right? What is my scenario? What am I comfortable with? Like, what do I feel like, you know, if, if we take the food example, right, what, what do I need to keep at home in the event of, a, of an emergency and I need to be, and I can't get out, right? I can't go anywhere for a couple of days. Or if something happens to the supply chain and uh, the grocery store isn't as stocked that I, as I'm used to, right? Can I keep things at home that keep me sustained for a period of time? So I was thinking about this as, again, where can we take out the middleman in these situations and where can we learn to self-manage? And I've got some ideas I wanted to share with you today. And and again, these are only, these are just some ideas I was thinking about. um, And it only meant to get, really get, get the thoughts going. Right. So this isn't again, going to be applied to everybody's situation, but also this is one of those things that if you start thinking about this, you might find opportunities in your own life where you can make improvements, uh, take the middleman out or, Find ways to self-manage that end up being better for you in the end. They end up being better for your overall well-being. So I'm going to share a couple of things. Uh, again, take what works for you and leave the rest. That's always the motto of this show. This is never a me telling you. This is here's some thoughts I have on this. Here's some things that I thought about. So what do you think about it, right? Or what 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 am I missing? What did I not um, come up with that maybe that you've thought of? So I, I've divided these into short-term things that you could potentially do and long-term things. So I'm going to share some of those with you and see what you think. Just give it a listen and see what you think. So if we think about, again, backing up our life, right? Like cutting out the middleman, learning how we can self-manage, and things that we could do in the short term. And what I mean by short term is things that we could do relatively, you know, in the next couple of months that that would have a positive impact on us. So so going back to the example of Texas and watching people walk to the grocery store one of the easy things I think that could be done is deciding what is right for you as far as food to keep on hand right I'm I for me personally a long time ago when I was I went through a period of getting fired and laid off and fired and laid off and and this is 20 years ago right this is But this is how much it impacted me. Um, After that happened, I I was really worried that I wouldn't have enough money for food. I was scared. It was a terrible time in my life, and it scarred me in some ways. And ever since then, I've always kept a pretty I'm I'm not going to say you know crazy amount, but I keep probably more than the average person on hand of food. So that's something to think about. What does that look like for you? If you were you know if something happened and you couldn't get to the store or you couldn't get you know, even if you could get to the store, maybe the store didn't have what you're used to having there, what does having some backup or backup plan in relation to food look like for you? And also this includes things like medicine and other things that your family or you might need that you're used to having, that you're used to just being able to easily get. Another thing I was thinking about is if we're thinking about taking out the middleman, um, I used, and I used to do this when I lived back in the Midwest, but working with local farmers for your food supply, right? Like working with, even getting to know local farmers, local growers, people who are at your farmers markets, right? Some, some farmers markets run year around. I know some just run in the summer, but really getting to know those people and working directly with them to get food, right? meat if you eat meat Um, vegetables right depending on what's available in your area but working with local farmers can be a a great way to cut out the middleman and self-manage the food that you consume uh, direct primary care physicians I've talked about this on here before uh, this is something I went to this year which is pretty I felt pretty radical for me to do it was it was completely different than something I'd ever done but i'm I've been really happy with this and what this is direct primary care physician um, is you work directly with the physician you pay a monthly fee uh, or annual however you want to work it out with them but And then you get direct access to the doctor and there's no insurance. So there's no going through the insurance, but the pricing structure is I like the cost of what I, so I had to get a prescription and an antibiotic and when I, so the 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 direct primary care physician can actually dispense right there. She didn't have everything on hand, but the one prescription she did on hand have on hand would cost a dollar sixty three for you know seven day supply, twice a day, whatever it was. So and then I when I checked about my insurance, like if I had gone through insurance and got the same thing, that same prescription would have been somewhere between twenty and thirty dollars. Now I know this is going to be one of those things that it's going to be different for every situation, but that's just one example of you know, doing something different, cutting out the middleman. In in this case, the middleman is insurance and doing something that's right for you, right? And I feel with direct primary care, I feel like I actually get better care because the doctor has an incentive to keep me healthy, right? She doesn't want me coming in there all the time. So keeping her patients healthy is the incentive. And so there's a a, a different approach than what we're used to with physicians and insurance and such, right? Which is, mask the problem with some sort of medication, right? In most cases, not all, but in in, in a lot of cases. The next one is, it, this kind of ties back to working with local farmers, but dealing directly with businesses that have and, and create goods that you need, right? So this could be anything from like um, beauty products, right? A lot of times that there's local people who will make specific products. There's local people who make soap, um, you know, even like clothing and stuff, right? There's, there's so many local people that are making items, right? That are, are looking to connect with people who want to consume things locally. So looking in your area, seeing what businesses are available and cutting out the middleman, right? Having products made in the USA and, and managing what you purchase in a different way. I think it's managing it in a different way. Maybe not always looking at for the lowest rock bottom price of things, right? But there's other factors to consider now, you know, such as what does the business stand for? What do they support, right? Are they in alignment with how I feel so that we stop giving money to these companies that um, we don't agree with? And even if there's something short-term that you you want to accomplish, but maybe you don't know how to do it, right? Taking a class on it is a really easy way to start building your skill set. I've done so many classes over the years from like canning, like learning how to can, um, learning how to, um, I don't know. I can think of, you know, different things like painting, which, um, could be something that if you wanted to move into a career with something like that, right? Any, any, anything that you have an interest in, there's most likely somebody out there that's going to be able to teach you how to do that. And that is one way to become more self-sufficient and more man, more, um, self managed by learning the actual skill set that you want to acquire and doing it, right? Doing it, doing it in your own life. I think right now we've all, it seems like we've been on hold since 2020, right? We've all been on hold and we're waiting for something to happen. Like we're waiting to be told for the next step or we're waiting for whatever the next thing is, but developing our skills, like growing in different skills can be a great way to start to manage your own reality really right because what this what can happen especially when you take a class right you're you're learning something and maybe it's something like i said like cooking right you're learning how to do that for your own self or if it's something that you are have a interest in or you find a way that can be something can be done better or that there's a gap in the way what's offered in the world right now who knows? You may invent something. You may create something, right? You may bring a product into this world that isn't even exist in existence right now, right? You never know when you start exploring these things what might happen. I invented something. I have four patents on something that I invented because there was nothing in this world that solved the need that I had. And this taking a class, I think, and, and being willing to do that and learn and just continue to learn is one of the best ways you can self-manage because... It, the sky's the limit, right? You just never know where it might take you. And and to me, that's super exciting. So some long-term things I was thinking of are back on the topic of food, right? Having your own garden, having your own raised bed garden, having container pots, right? Even I've, I think I've talked on here before. I, I know I mentioned it in my Telegram channel. I got an arrow Garden, which is a really small um, it's almost hydroponic, like how it's it's how it operates. But I have lettuce and herbs in that. Um, it's awesome. I love it. It's a great way to, especially start small, because it's super easy. If you're not, if you don't have any um, experience in gardening, that's one of the easiest ways I can suggest doing that. Um, but taking control of your food, right, in, in the best way you can. If you're in a situation where that's not possible, then you know, then that's not something to focus on right now. But even small things, like having small plants around and learning about it and understanding it and um, really, you know, getting, I feel like getting involved in, this is one of those areas of getting involved in your own well-being, right? Um, Another thing I was thinking of was, this is long-term, so diversifying your, Your money in things like crypto, gold, and silver, right? Like actual physical gold and silver that you take possession of. Now, I'm not giving you financial advice by any means. I'm just suggesting some alternatives. You've probably seen, I think Bitcoin recently hit over 50,000. So if this is something that is interesting to you, right, just start looking into it, start researching it. I, I had no idea on crypto. I recently started, I learned, I read about it. I bought bitcoin and i was super proud of myself for actually getting out of my comfort zone and doing it. so if you know if these if this is something that you are um able to do financially then explore that and see where it takes you, right? just like i gave the example of the person who couldn't get access to their bank, right? thinking about other ways to di- diversify your finances is another long-term way to self-manage. self-employment is another idea that and this goes back to what i was talking about the short term if you're taking a class learning creating inventing right doing this kind of doing those kinds of things it starts to open up your mind and see other possibilities out there. And who knows, maybe you come up with something that ends up being a career for you sometime sometime down the line, right? Maybe it's something that you work on on the side while you still keep your day job, right? All of these kinds of options are out there. It just depends on what you're looking for and, and in what way that you wanna self-manage. Another way to self-manage long-term is paying off your debts because in doing so, uh, you know, the obvious reason is it's, it's much easier to, well, you know, depending on, where your financial situation is. I mean, it's just a, you know, it's it's less stress, right? It's, you're actually controlling where your money goes, right? You have more room to do things like I was mentioning, like crypto, gold, silver, that kind of stuff. There's there's more opportunity. And so paying off debts is a long-term solution, probably for most of us, but being able to do that is another way to self-manage, right? It's cutting out that middleman, it's cutting out that debt, right? And then you own all your money and then you get to do as you see fit with that and do things that are in your best interest, right? In your favor. And, um, so I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of other things we could talk about with this. There's, there's a lot of ideas and, my intention with this today in, in talking about backing up your life was to get, just to to bring this to the forefront, to start thinking about alternative ways of doing things, but doing those things in a way that are beneficial to you, right? That take your power back in ways that you can manage something that maybe previously you were relying on a third party, like another business or another, um, you know, another third party in some way to, uh, to come through for you. So there's like I said, there's a lot I could go on and on, but um, I'll stop there for today on this topic and maybe we'll revisit this again if, if you have questions or if you want to talk about it further or if you have ideas in your own life or maybe this has been something that um, you've been thinking about or you've already do- been doing it, but maybe haven't really been thinking about it as a way to back up your life. But uh, maybe this will give you some, some more ideas. It'll give you some more um, some more things to do short term and long term. All right, so that's it for this week on the topic of backing up your life. If you have questions, if you have comments, I would love to hear from you. My email is sloanfremont at pm.me. My website is sloanfremont.com. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, one way to support the show and to help me grow is to purchase my content. And right now I have a course called 33 Days of Magic. This is where you take what you learn from the show, apply it in your daily life, and I have a 33-day program put in place for you. This is exactly what I did in my own life to change my life, to... Um, have more financial freedom to call in my boyfriend. Um, I've used it pretty much in, in everything I've gotten that, that's that been good as of late. So 33daysofmagic.com. Also, I am in the process of, of developing another course. I'm not going to tell you the name of it today because it's a good name. But um my goal is to have this in the next week pretty much wrapped up and get ready to launch it relatively quickly. So stay tuned. You will definitely want to check that out. All right, that's it this week. Remember, question everything, trust yourself and find your truth.